This is President Jason Wright, and you're listening to Ramblin' About Washington. Tonight, I'd like to welcome on to the Rambling About Washington podcast, Olivia Garvey from <laughs> ABC News Sports Anchor. Mm-hmm. How are you doing right now, Olivia? I'm good. I'm good. It's so it's you know, it's a little bit crazy right now, um, but football season's back. So it's the best kind of craziness you can ask for. If you know, I, I, football season is crazy, but it's it's so much fun and, and I'm ready for the season to start. So it's good. Everything's good. How are you? I'm great right now. I'm ready to go to FedEx tomorrow to actually go back to a football game where there's people yeah, in attendance. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, this is crazy. Like, we're finally getting to some sense of normalcy. Just when it felt yeah. too normal, though, COVID had to humble us just a little bit. But, you know. I think we- it's always going to sneak in there at some point. Oh, hopefully yeah. not. Not Hopefully it doesn't sneak in too much with our Washington football team. So. Oh, yeah. At some point, we're going to have to get a grip on this shit. But <laughs> until yeah, then. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hopefully. I mean, I, I hope this season is as normal as it gets for now. <laughs> oh, yeah. My first, right, fingers crossed. This is my first season as a season ticket holder. And I'm trying to be at oh. everything. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's, that's oh, a big yeah. step in a fan's, um, you know, in a fan's time. So that's real. That's, that's awesome. Oh yeah. It's really fun right now. Everything's good. Like Richmond, I was down there the whole week, just like y'all were, <laughs> what were your, what were the vibes like for you in Richmond? Cause they were immaculate for me. You know what? <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. I mean, it was my first training camp. It was my first time covering an NFL team during training camp. And I have to say, and I've said this multiple times, the Washington football team, is such a well-oiled machine at training camp. Everything was just perfectly set up. It was, it was so smooth. I feel like I think Ron Rivera was super happy with how everything went. I mean, yeah, we had some COVID issues, COVID-19 issues, and that was expected. But other than that, I mean, what a good vibe, you know, every day was something really fun to cover. This team is really fun to cover. Um, it was hot and there was oh, some oh, weather that really got in the way. Hell. But you know what? We had so much fun. That didn't matter for us. We had great coverage. And, you know, seeing all of you guys, the fans there, that was so much fun for all of us because, you know, I, especially for me, I, I hadn't been around the fans yet. That was my first time really interacting with Washington football fans. And I loved every second of it. So it was it was great. Loved the vibes there. Hey, it was awesome that the media, the executives, the staff, everybody, we like since we couldn't really go near the players, it was nice that we had access to all of you. You guys are just walking around and talking to us. <laughs> I met you a couple of times. I definitely bothered you a couple of times. Hey, my podcast. No. No, 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 no. You guys never bother me. Like it is so fun interacting with you guys because you guys are a part of this team and you haven't been able to do that this past year. So I love seeing everybody. (laughs) Oh yeah. It was great to be back. And you, first of all, the words you saying it was a well-oiled machine. You don't understand how scarce that is in this town. Like I'm a 29 year old fan. I was, I was born the year we won our last Super Bowl. I've seen no relative (laughs) success at all my entire life as a fan here. And not only have we been not good, we stay in the headlines and it's usually like a circus around these parts. So to hear someone say that it's such a refreshing perspective and I'm so (laughs) glad to hear it. It, it, It's music to my ears. 
Oh my gosh. Like bless all your hearts because (laughs) I mean, I started here on June 1st of 2020 during the pandemic. So that was really fun. And then, um, I I got so lucky to be a part of this during the pandemic too, but um, the first six months of covering this team, there was no sleep for Scott Abraham and I, I mean, because it was the the name change and then all the controversy and scandals. Yeah. And the scandals. (laughs) And, and my first thought was, wow, this fan base is going through hell and back. I mean, I can't imagine what you guys are feeling, but now, you know, you got coach Ron Rivera, you got this team and I'm just so happy for all of you. (laughs) how was that transitioning from your hometown radio i mean hometown news station coming to the dmv and did you know what you were getting into when you signed up for or were you just ready to go uh no as you can tell (laughs) on my face no i was not prepared for all of that went down in june and july and august and you know september and then it tried to kind of cool down during the season um but no i was not no no I, I mean, but you know what? It's it's kind of like a I, a blessing in disguise, you know, with the name change and you know, not the controversy and not all of that that went down, but you know, the um all this stuff with you know the Washington football team, it kind of picked me up on my feet and said, okay, this you're in big time now. Like you need to step up. That you're not in market, you know, one forty seven. You're in a market here with some big teams that Nation's have capital. Yeah, with some big issues sometimes and. Um, it, it made me a better reporter. Um, and you know, you never want that stuff to happen to a sports team. You never want them to go what, through what you guys have gone through. But as a reporter, I mean, it really got me on my feet and said, okay, look, this is now what you're a part of. You, you better put your big pants, big girl pants on and like, you know, be the reporter you want to be. So it actually kind of made me better in a sense. And at now, I mean, I love covering all of your guys's teams here. It is so much fun. Uh, yep, but there's nothing like covering that Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. That's no. a whole different animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah, that's, yeah, it's a monster, but it, you know what? To see it develop the way that it has this past year, I mean, that's, that's what's been rewarding. And I'm sure it has been rewarding for all of you guys. Oh, okay. And you're, so you, you've been, you were in LA most of your life, right? Or all of your life, right? So I, I, I actually, I yeah I I was born in LA and then we moved to Utah and then we moved back to California mm. in the Palm Springs area, and so um, yeah I, I'm a I'm a California girl. Okay, California sure. girl through and through. So what's the difference in a sports town? Don't get yourself killed by your hometown or by the locals here. But what's the difference between the sports fanaticism and the West Coast and over here? There's not. I I, I don't see a big difference at all. You guys live and breathe your sports teams. So does Los Angeles. I mean, there is not a big difference. I mean, because, you know, in LA and here, there are these same sports in both areas. And, you know, you got your hockey, you got your football. LA has two football teams. You got your baseball, you know, you got your MLS soccer, you have, you know, women's basketball, um, you know, women's soccer, it's all the same. And, and, you know, like I said, you guys live and breathe your sports teams. And that's why I got so lucky to get picked up to come here to DC because I knew it was going to be similar in a sense of um, how fans work and how they think. Uh, So it's not, I don't see a big difference. I I honestly don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. Y'all are, y'all are great everywhere. (laughs) Oh yeah. Y'all that was a safe, that was a nice safe answer, but (laughs) I know you bleed Dodger blue, obviously with the, 
it's in your blood. Mm-hmm. But that's why I made sure I wore my National League champion shirt, you know, because I know hey, that. I, know I that. respect it. I respect <laughs> it. You guys won fair and square. You guys, you know, Washington worked their butts off that year. So fair and square, you guys won. Hey, you, hey, you, can, you, you can say ass if you want to on this show. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know that Howie Kendrick <laughs> bomb still gives you nightmares. Um, yes, yes. And when it gets brought up, I, I, you know, I get upset, but that's okay. We're going to move on from this. We're going to move on from this discussion. I'm not going to cry. Like I did that night. <laughs> Sounds like many nights here as a Washington football fan, but it's all good. You got us back. You closed the deal for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. You took some of our best talent away. So, you know, I guess that we can call it sweet revenge, but let's move on to the Washington football team. Yeah, let's do it. The making the brand episode that dropped featuring I was yours truly was in it, by the way. Oh, I I spotted you in a second. I was like, wait a second. I'm doing an interview with that guy this week. What did you think of that video, the series, and how they're handling the rebrand so far? Oh, I think it's genius. I think that I well, I think that the uh, that series making the brand is such a good idea because they uh, Jason Wright is doing a phenomenal job at really making you guys feel included on the process as it should be. I mean, you guys are the ones that got the name taken away that you grew up with that you've, you know, cheered on your whole life. And now it just changed in a second. Like it changed so quick for you guys. And Mm -hmm. so for him to include you guys include you, you know, in the video and to see all the new names, that was really cool. Um, I think that it's, you know, I think the problem with it is, is the lagging of, okay, when is it coming out? How long is it going to take? Cause I know how antsy fans get about, this kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you guys are so anti and I would be too. Like my, you know, my team is the Dodgers. Okay. If they change their name, well then what is the new name? I want to know. I wanted to know tomorrow, yesterday. I wanted to know yeah. a while ago. So I, 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 in a fan standpoint, I understand that, that this could be really frustrating, but there's so many legal issues with it and they have to so many, so many. So um, I think that as you know, they're trying to pick a name and as they're, you know, trying to figure out what it should be, they're doing a great job of keeping you guys in the loop and included. The rumors are the problem. Oh, like yesterday, those eight names. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was trying. I was trying to um, spread the gospel to people because I was a part of this. I was trying to tell them that is not a finalist of eight names. That is just the eight names they decided to show on this thing. There were more than eight names. And yes, they have three and they're not guaranteeing that those names or variation of them were not on that list. But, you know, as soon as someone runs with it, we need some type of answer. So we're going to try to find it. Like, what kind of, yeah. like, this is what kind of fan base we are. Me and my uh, hey. friend. <laughs> it's okay. And you know what? All fan bases are like this. But then it gets everyone excited. Okay, these are the it names. Is. And Jason Wright and everyone is like, cool it. Like, we're not trying to, like, get you guys excited because those names could possibly not be the three that were chosen and you know and i loved how they like made you guys look at them and you were like hell no like i don't want that (laughs) you want to hear a fun fact about those interviews that i don't know if they want me to say but it's not nothing too personal 
we were not looking up at the video boards. They were holding a piece of paper in the air and we were looking up at it. Right. They edit it that way. No, no, no. And that's looked, what's so fun too. It looked like, beautiful on, on the TV though. I know. Oh my God. Editing magic. Like they got it down, but no, right. I mean, but I think it's a great idea to keep you guys included while they wait out the process and go through all the legal stuff. So as an outsider, though, like as someone who doesn't have a specific lifelong tie to the team, like what do you feel about this renaming process? And do you have anything? What do you think the team should be named? Um, so no one's going to like my answer on this. And I understand that people hate me, but I actually really do like the Washington football team. And I know people are like, Olivia, that's not a name. But I mean, everyone talks about it. Everyone and talks about this being the team it's Washington's team and that's the way that it should be. And when you guys build, when, you know, Dan Snyder builds a new uh, field and it's in Washington, well, the Washington, like you, that's a Washington. Team. That doesn't I don't know. Sound, it doesn't sound generic to you. Oh, s- completely. But I so- mean, it's just like, it, I don't know. <laughs> As we, I say it 50 times a day. So to me, it just clicks, but some of the names that I've seen, I just, I don't know. I haven't so, so there wasn't an adjustment period since you just got here. There wasn't an adjustment period like for 99% mm-hmm. of everyone else here where we had to just tune out Redskins or Skins and we had to just Washington football team, Washington, Washington football. That was not that for you? No, no, I, no, that's not true. Um, the first night that, you know, they came out with, okay, this is now going to be called the Washington football team until we come up with a name. I on air said, all right, the Redskins have decided and it was no longer the case. So <laughs> I messed up once, but I mean, living in LA, you know, I never said Redskins a lot. Like that's, you know, I focused on those teams Chargers. out there. So I never said, maybe I said it once, but no, it wasn't a hard adjustment for me, but it was for my sports team um, because it would happen a lot. <laughs> so, so, and it still happens sometimes. So there wasn't a big Washington uh, football presence out there in, at, where you stayed. <laughs> not really. No, not in California. Not a big presence. <laughs> well, it's nice to know that we weren't a clown show everywhere. But so you've been here for, no. about, a, <laughs> we've been here for about a year now. What was a harder transition for you coming into this climate here with everything that's going on or jumping into NFL red zone with Scott Hansen? Because you did work over there for a while, right? Um, yes. And he's still, you know, one of my really good friends. I talk to him all the time. I, I love Scott Hansen. I think he is such, he's so good at his job. It's not even funny. He's he's I have to be half the person that he is on TV every <laughs> single night, but, um, no coming here was harder because, you know, I, I left my family in California. I have some family here that I love seeing. And that's a big reason why I also took the job is because I, have family here, but I, I left a place that was so normal for me. I made the move to the East coast and that's a big, big jump for a lot of people. Um, I've settled great and I love everyone here and I can't imagine being anywhere else, but, um, I think moving here was the biggest jump for me for sure. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Especially considering the timing of when you moved during a damn global pandemic, (laughs) like my goodness, like you've been here, you've been here for what a year now and you're just now getting around people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I've met, I just, um, in Richmond met the beat reporters for Washington. Wow. I always saw them on camera. I actually, I met, you know, uh, Scott Turner and I met, you know, Rivera in person. I met, I saw Chase Young in person for the first time. I'd not done that or seen that before. 
um, this whole year. So this has been a big transition since um, since Richmond to finally, you know, see the Washington football team in person. <laughs> so we, were you like on vacation or something last week? No, I was here. Oh, oh well, okay. for two days, I I finally got to see my family. So for oh, two okay. days, I went out and, you know, I, you know, before I'm on a long stretch right now. So okay. I, just to go see the fam. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to stop by before you deploy for the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are there are no vacations during football season. Oh, yeah. So when you were doing like reconnaissance and research about coming here, when you got here and you see all of the stuff going on specifically surrounding women and sexual misconduct and stuff, did that give you any pause about covering the football team or any reluctance to want to be a part of it? No. Um, unfortunately, the... Um, this situation is in every sport. Um, it is not just, you know, to the, um, it's not just to the Washington football team. So it's, you know, it's, um, a little unfortunate. I mean, not a little, it's a lot unfortunate Very. that they had to go through this. Um, and it's just, um, it's everywhere. So it didn't stop me from wanting to cover the team, but, um, it was tough to, you know, go over and cover because I'd never, you know, done that before and as a woman in sports it's just you take a step back and you just you grieve for those women that had to go through that because I can't imagine that it has not happened to me in my career and I am blessed for that but you just think about those women it's just so sad okay and that actually leads me to something else like like I know you see it like social media can be a cesspool sometime and people that are miserable with their lives they just have to say some hating type shit to bring people down what do you say to people who say things like you have your job because you're beautiful which you are or you have your job because you're the daughter of a famous baseball player what would you say to those <laughs> um that second one is what i get most <laughs> um <laughs> when i actually first got this job and i announced i was coming here you know more people than not said oh you know you got, you're, you're, you're moving up pretty quickly. How did, I mean, how are you moving up so quickly? How did you go from Palm Springs to DC? Like, how does that work? You know? And, um, you have to laugh at it because if, you know, my news director, Scott Abraham, Keith, you know, my producer, uh, they didn't, they're not bringing a girl in that isn't okay at her like you know doesn't know what she's doing sure. they brought in me they brought me in because they thought I would fit in well here and I do and I love everyone here and but I get that more often than not and I still do which is fine you know of you course get, I mean people are gonna people, yeah. people hate to see people happy living their dreams and doing something better than what they're doing with their lives yeah and to be honest I mean I I I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my dad, because he taught me sports. He taught me the ins and outs of baseball, football, everything. Like we are a big sports family. So in the sense of, you know, him being a baseball player, no, that did not get me here. Um, but in the way that he taught me how to love sports and be a part of it, that helped <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm glad you're able to embrace that. Speaking of your dad, is there, can I, can I get a locker room story? Can I get something for the pod? Give me something interesting. What do you mean about my dad? I don't yeah, you know. Give me, so... give, me, give me something. Give me something. Something <laughs> about when he played or or give me a Dodger story, something you've experienced at Dodger Stadium in your something lifetime. that I've experienced. Yeah. You know what? It's so funny. It's so funny because when I go there with my dad and it's family, like 
everybody at Dodger Stadium, when you're, you know, we sit in the same seats usually, um, or, or, you know, or we're with the fans and it's like family. I, I feel like that I've always said that's my second home. Um, all the, all the guys are great. It's just like, it's just a family thing. And I, I miss going so much. It's been almost over a year since I've been back there because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a second home to me and it's, and people don't really understand that they're like, no. And I'm like, no, seriously. Like when we go there, it's like, Hey, 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 hi, hi. Like mm-hmm. I missed you. How are you? You know? So yeah. it's, it's fun. I, I miss it. That's what's up. All right. I'm going to give you a lightning round with a couple of quick answer questions and I'm going to send you because it seems like you got something to do, but all right. What's your favorite genre of movie? My favorite what movie? Genre of movies. Oh, genre. Oh, Marvel. Marvel. Oh, you like Marvel. Okay. What's your favorite Marvel movie? Oh, I've probably, I love Black Widow and I love, I, <laughs> I love Ragnarok. I'm a huge really? Thor fan. I'm a huge Thor fan. So my number one favorite Marvel movie is probably Ragnarok. Ragnarok's not bad, but I promise you, you're probably the only person Marvel head in the world that says that that's their favorite Marvel movie. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I, it is, okay. You have to admit that's, he's, I mean, that's pretty good. That oh, was a was good pretty, movie. Hey, did you, did you cry during Endgame? Oh, and I can tell you exactly where I cried. I cried when Iron Man is sitting in the ship and he's like lost all this weight. And it's the, at the beginning of the movie and he's oh, talking you cried into, at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, I, you know, I'm sitting next to someone and they're looking over at me and they're like, it just started. And I was like, I know, but look at him. He thinks he's dying. Like, <laughs> look. When, when like he, falling my when eyes he, out. I'm like, he oh, snapped no. his fingers at the end of the movie and just started wilting away and dying. And when he said, I love you 3000 to his daughter from the funeral, I oh, was I know. sobbing. I was sobbing like a woman in the theater. I'm sorry. Like I was <laughs> me and my friends. It was funny. We all went with our women, our women to the movie and all of us are like sniffling sobs. I know. <laughs> I know. I cried a bunch of times, but right when the beginning, when he's sitting there and he's talking to his, you know, his whatever, his face or his, you know, helmet, I'm just like sobbing and you know, they're like, it just started Olivia. I'm like, I know, but like, I love, I love Iron Man. (laughs) I love love Marvel too. I'm a big nerd. Yeah. What's your favorite TV show of all time? Friends. Friends. Mm, Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Friends or you know what? Ted Lasso is a close Mm, second. Ted Lasso is really good. I actually just got in that recently. Huge Ted Lasso fan. It's not my favorite yet because I feel like nothing can replace friends, but Ted Lasso is up there. I have a question though. Have you, have you watched Game of Thrones? Um, yes. Every Sunday, um, my brother and I uh, would get in and out in California and we would sit down and watch every new episode. <laughs> Why is Game of Thrones not your favorite show of all time? Um, Cause how it ended. <laughs> that hated the ending, by the way, did not love the ending. Um, no, I love Game of Thrones. Definitely top five, but um, friends, I watch friends almost every day. Oh, yeah, like, friends it's, is... it's old school. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I think they're my friends. I grew up watching it. So it's always number one. <laughs> <laughs> you got that Khaleesi blonde hair. So I can figure you. Watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> What's your adult beverage of choice? Gin and tonic. Mm. Old school. Okay. okay. <laughs> I Snoop Dogg. I grew up. I grew up with my dad <laughs> drinking it, and then I just kind of also started drinking it. <laughs> All right. Who who has more on their news blooper reel? You or Scott Abraham? Me. 
<laughs> for sure. And when he decides to release it, you're going to be like, damn, like Olivia, you're not good at your job. And I'm going to be like, I know. <laughs> I'm actually going to have Scott on next week. So I'm going to have to ask him about that. Oh yeah. No, he'll say me. He'll definitely say me. All right. Two more. And I'm gonna let you go. Um, what's your season prediction record wise for the team and over or under two and a half quarterbacks starting for the team this year? I think Fitzpatrick, I don't know. I think Fitzpatrick's going to be there at least until week 10. And then I think we're going to see a change. I was right about this last year and you can tell us, I, I told Scott, we were talked about Dwayne Haskins and he said December. And I said, no way that guy stays here in December until December. Then a week later he made the quarterback change. And I was like, I was right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I will always bring that up to him. No, but I think, I think there's going to be, I think Heineke gets in um, uh, maybe after week 10 or 11. Oh man. I would just want, I just want to know what it feels like to go seven, a full season with one quarterback playing, but that's not what we do in this town. It's been a QB purgatory. We've been churning them out for my whole life as a fan. I so know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, at, least, at least you're keeping it real to open the 2022 season, the Washington blanks, We'll enter week one with who at quarterback. I want to know what the team name is going to be and who's starting at quarterback week one, 2022. Give it to me, Olivia. Okay. I think it's going to be, I, I don't like it, but I think it's going to be the Washington Red Wolves. Is that what it was? I mean, Red. I, I personally think it's without the red, but I think a wolf is very much so in play. I think so too. Oh, hands down. I think I like the, the, the claw, um, W claw thing. The w, yeah. yeah. I liked that. I thought that was cool. I I am basic. So I like the Washington football team, I am but basic. whatever. I'm basic too. I want to go howl like an idiot at a game because that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, quarterback, I think it is going to be someone that they get in the 2022 draft. I think, um, I think if Fitzpatrick doesn't have a standout year, I think this will be his last year. And I think that um, they'll get their franchise quarterback in 2022. Sounds good with me. I like the name. That's my name preference. And that's my <laughs> preference for a quarterback because I don't see us getting someone like a Rogers Wilson. And we're not even going to touch on the Watson situation because that's a little too complicated. But no, don't touch that. No, Washington does not need that situation <laughs> anywhere near them. Hell no. Ever. <laughs> Thank you so much. I had a good time chopping it up with you today, Olivia. You can tell the people where they can find you on social media, your plug your channel, everything you need to do. I'm um so I'm Olivia Seven News on Twitter, and then I'm Garvey Seven News on Instagram. All right, <laughs> you can check her out. She, I should see you tomorrow at the game if you're going to yes. be on the field. Please yell at me, say hello. I love speaking to all the fans. So yes, come out and talk to me all you want. <laughs> I got you. And that's going to wrap today's episode of the Rambling About Washington podcast and the Rambling with Rio YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, hit the bell so you can get a notification every time I post. Uh, follow me at Rio underscore Robinson 91 on Twitter and Instagram and at Raw Podcast W Rio. Until next time, hail to the nameless football team. Deuces. <laughs>